0: Chops Brackets are back this week. We will be discussing the best fast food restaurants available. Peel the and freak. I'm actually finally COVID vaccinated. And that was a uh, that was an ordeal. We uh, ended up going to the vaccination clinic. As soon as I went there, I sat down at the desk and I realized I swallowed down the wrong tube. So I immediately started coughing there. It was a bad luck for me. The fact everybody that you
1: have your COVID vaccination before my dear old mother. The crime.
2: Well, you got to talk to your your governor. And your state representatives about that. Yeah, well, I got the first My vaccination. Mom is a
1: substitute teacher. She's a retired teacher, but she's a substitute teacher. And she's over 65. How much are substitutes
2: it. making nowadays per day? Usually there.
1: pulling about a buck. About a buck. It averages probably, you know, it, it really does range like 80, 80 in some cheap districts, maybe. And we're smaller, talking about watching,
2: watching films on a daily basis, or we actually teach? Uh, we're talking school. We coach
1: them, I don't know what it looks like up. in
0: that. I don't know what it looks like in Zoom. I don't know what it looks like in Zoom. So anyway, I don't know when I'm getting my second vaccine because you have to schedule those appointments too. And where we live, it's like the Wild West. I had the people in Lukestown cancel my appointment last second. I just happened to get lucky and got in somewhere. So we will keep you updated on this. I I don't feel like I'm any stronger. Anything's different. So no side effects yet. The second dose is the one we got to look out for though, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's some... Everybody's saying
0: they're getting there, sick on the second been, round.
2: There's been some issues with the second round, I believe. I guess it I guess it depends on whether it's, was it Moderna, uh, Vax, or, or the other one.
0: Yeah, I'm in uh, the Pfizer community. I know nothing about or, or the it. the Pfizer
2: one. I, I don't know too much about it, but uh, I think the media is sort of uh, suppressing some information as well. Things
1: are getting kind of crazy. Well, did you hear about what happened in New York State with Cuomo underreporting the... Uh... Yeah, Death tolls
2: by at least fifty percent. Fifty percent, they say.
1: Might not have got that. Potentially, might not have got that Emmy if the facts
2: know. were out there. We're fudging numbers over there. The
1: numbers look funny in the light. I'll say it again this
0: week. There's also such a hysteria over vaccines, anyway, even before this thing started. That you know it's going to be a touchy subject. I mean, a lot of people aren't even vaccinating their kids anymore. So you know, there's going to be a lot of people up in arms about any Well, yeah, I
1: mean, this period. is how I am. Legends started. Uh, was a failed vaccine? If I'm if I'm not wrong or yeah, mistaken, was was
2: was that for was it a cancer treatment or something like that? I don't whatever know it what was? it was. If I don't recall, uh, all I know is first, I'll get there's a, German a second Shepherd. one. There's a second one coming out too. Have you seen? No way. Will Smith in it? Just yeah, he has to be. Welcome back. Liam Legend is coming out. Has to be big will style. Um,
0: I never saw that movie because I was in high school when that came out, and one of my friends told me, "Yeah, the dog dies. They kill his dog, and that was it. There's no you know, point in seeing it's that a movie quality after." Film. It's That's a quality what,
2: one of the worst scenes of all time, I would say. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a what tough is, scene at the end. The when he's just, yeah.
1: It's tough at the end when they're all running in and coming after him. And he knows it's the end. And he's just well, how
2: does he escape that, though? That's the thing we're going to find out in the second one. That's a tough situation to be in.
0: That's some John McClane stuff. Welcome back. <laughs> it's diehard. Yeah. Come on back. Thought he died. Oh, but Welcome back. All right. Other big news we have this week. We have the Hall of Fame. Number one, let's just talk about it. We're all baseball fans here. I spend yes. time in Cooperstown trying to drink with as many players as possible, and I usually succeed there. But we lost a ton of Hall of Famers. Let me just go through the list. If you guys have any that uh, speak out to you, you can go ahead and riff on them a little bit. We've got Lou Brock, Tom Seaver, Bob Gibson, L K line, Josh, and you're going to talk about Whitey Ford, Joe Morgan's an all-timer, Hank Aaron, Don Sutton, Tommy Lasorda, and Phil Necro. That's all in one year. I mean that's a pretty big that's a pretty big hit.
1: I'm not worried. <sighs> yeah, I mean those are all huge. Yeah, wow. Uh I got the pleasure of meeting some of those guys and I know you did too. Um obviously we just lost Hank Aaron. Uh,
0: the game's game's changing. Like it's we are getting old. Like it is it is sad. You no, know, it's us getting old and it's also a combination of these guys being the players that the baby boomers grew up with, who, you know, they are our parents. So like, you look at guys like, you know, Hank Aaron and everybody else, and we never got a chance to really see him play, but you know, it's almost better that we didn't cause we have that sure. in our imagination, how great these players were and we build them True. up bigger than they really were even, but they're still incredible human yeah. beings, incredible players. If you ever get the chance to meet them or anybody that's, you know, lucky enough to be in the hall of fame, you got to take that chance. You going to have stories for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, I mean, my, we got uh, to...
2: my grandfather actually played with Hank Aaron for a brief nope. time. Milwaukee when they were in Milwaukee with the Braves.
1: That's right after. Is that right after he came from the, the, the clowns? I believe did so. he start? Did he start out?
2: I don't know, because my my grandfather started when well, they were in Boston, right? Yeah, they were Boston Braves and they went out to Milwaukee. Um, and he played with Hank out there. I think it was for maybe for a season and in I would hear stories my grandmother would tell me she would sit with Hank Aaron's wife at the ballpark uh because we were from the northeast New England. A lot of the players on the Milwaukee Club were all from the south were so were they were races. Their wives were from the south and they would not sit with Hank Aaron's wife. so it was basically my grandmother and Hank Aaron's wife sitting at the ballpark watching them play, which is amazing. I have plenty of Hank Aaron merch at that's awesome. back at home. Um yeah, you know, my grandmother's place that we gotta go through. We have plenty of merchandise. I mean, just being raised in sort of a baseball family and hearing some of these stories is just crazy because these people are legends of the game, right? And and you don't necessarily know. You talk about Hank Aaron, yeah, he was the home run champ for however many years, but the, the struggles that some of them had to go through just, unbelievable. Just, like just, yeah, to, just we to all know game, Jackie Robinson you know?
1: You know, broke into the game, but like there's so many mixed you know, Satchel Page, like there, there's so many guys that came up that, you know, really broke into the game and broke the color barrier. But then you think of guys like Hank Aaron that not only like broke the color barrier, they kind of shattered it and like set a new barrier for all of baseball, obviously, and, and experienced so much bullshit. I mean, guy would have to stay in different hotel rooms. Guy would, and this is like 10, 20 years after Jackie Robinson.
2: Man, and we're he was talking what, 50s?
1: Right.
2: 50s, early 60s.
1: Right. And he, I mean, his playing career, he, he didn't just have a, a cup of coffee. He was in the Bigs for 20 plus.
0: You know, hearing stories about those Milwaukee teams, too, those are, uh, they had some dudes on those teams and like their pitching staff were anchored by two guys. You had Warren Spawn and Johnny Sane. Yep. And right. I don't know if you guys remember the saying,
2: but... Spahn, was it Spawn and Sane and pray for rain? Yeah,
0: that's what they had to do. That was the only way they were winning yeah. in Milwaukee then. And, and, you know, like Whitey Ford, obviously. You know, as a lefty, that's what speaks to me. If I had if I was lucky enough to know anything about baseball, I just wish I knew all the stories about Whitey Ford and Billy Martin and Mickey Mantle and just just what actually went down between those three people. Like and how
1: cracked out, how <laughs> cracked out at the time guys like Yogi Berra were saying stupid shit, but drunk as shit.
2: Uh, like how, how fun, you know, to a degree were those clubhouses back in the day, oh, those like- bus trips. <laughs> those bus trips guys are probably just ripping butts the whole way, drinking 30 packs,
0: Eaters and heaters 30
2: and thirties all day long.
0: You know, like you hear stories about those bus trips, like Bob Euchre's one of them. My favorite Bob Euchre one from his road trip is like, he got a bunch of mug shots from a female prison and everybody in the back of the bus would play ugly. And they'd keep on throwing like female mug shots one after another. <laughs> and whoever threw out the ugliest card won the trick. And that was like their game. Um, but no, there's stories about like Whitey Ford and like uh, Mickey Mantle and Billy Martin, where they knew that one of their teammates came home with a broad. So they went out to the hotel to check him, and they had like a, uh, they had a ledge outside. So they actually went up the window on like the 20th floor and they all started walking and then somebody got scared of heights. So they couldn't turn around. They had to walk all the way around the hotel <laughs> in order to come back to their room. Like there's so many, uh, the Cabana stories, you know, they're out there shooting cows, doing crazy stuff They're Obviously, Tom Seaver, one of the best of all time with the Mets. Yep. Definitely, definitely a lot of players lost there. Um, and it's yeah, going to keep happening. Tough, terrific,
2: Tom. But been, been a tough year. And it's yeah, going to keep
0: it's... happening because there's so many Hall of Famers from that era with the baby booners. And it's sad, but it will keep happening. So definitely, you know, look into them.
2: And, and we can't even get a Hall of Famer in 2021, apparently. Uh, are
0: we, can we talk about that? <laughs> That's what we're getting into. <laughs> Who do you want? I'm... Who belongs can I, in? I, I'm
2: can gonna can talk we go about... through the list? Can
1: we, we, we can go through the list, but let's go through the list first.
2: First of all, you have to state whether, because if Kurt Schilling, in, in we'll, we'll opinion, get into all the deep. In my opinion, if you're going to let one steroid guy in, you have to let them all. So I'm going to talk three, to you guys about the there, top
1: three guys that are on the ballot right for nine there. years. And they got the top three votes. We got Kurt Schilling, 71% of the vote, Bonds, 61, Clemens, 61. They all got one year left shilling opted out of his last year we'll get into that in a minute then we got two guys with four years scott Rowland getting 52 omar visco getting four billy wagner six years getting 46 helton and there's a lot of like we can go on for a minute the the two things i want to point out about this and, and this is this is my thing i'm most angry about if the gold standard is hitting 300 and that's the gold standard for getting in the hall of fame Todd Helton's going on year three with a 316 batting average lifetime, over 20 years in the Bigs, not getting in. Okay, but if that's not the standard, let's talk about gold gloves and probably the best fielding human on earth, Omar's Visquell, who hit a solid like 280, which is un- unbelievable over his time period. And
2: for a defensive shortstop, for a was, defensive was, shortstop, yeah.
1: like he, he wasn't really that defensive at 280. Like that's still pretty good. And uh, that's the biggest thing for me. I'm most angry about. I'll, I'll pass it off to you guys.
0: Well, who do you think belongs in from that list, Josh? Just Helton and Vizquel? No, no, no. Oh my goodness. That's no. that's they the question. Who do you think belongs
1: in? They could have dumped so many people in. They obviously could dump Schilling in. They could obviously dump Bonds in. Clement. Like these are guys. I, I think we're getting into the morality and if they like people's political views and if they agree with what the time periods were. They're not seeing the game for these people are immortalized for what they did in their time period.
2: It's all about performance and excellence in the game and being the best at what you do. Why but did yet, it
1: have to shift when we were alive? Because, like, obviously, the first hundred years of, of baseball are riddled with terrible humans.
2: If, we, yeah, if we were canceling out bad people,
1: so we're we just we, going to go cancel people. Let's in the just Hall
2: go, Let's are we going to take people out of the Hall of Fame that have been in for 20 plus years? you know, 30 plus years. What are we doing here? So you ask me, Kurt Schilling has to be in. Has to be in. He has over 3,000 punch. I think he's 15th all-time strikeouts. Has the best strikeout-to-walk ratio in modern-day history. Postseason. Can, can, we forget, can we forget about a 4-1 record in the World Series with a plus, like a 2 ERA? What he did with the Arizona Diamondbacks? His 11-2 and two postseason career, like He's a dude when it came to tight situations and must win games. Kurt Schilling has to be in. I'm gonna let the steroid guys in. Barry Bonds, Clemens. You can put them in because
0: why are the
2: to vote? You can't tell me Barry Bonds was not was not one of the most feared hitters of all time.
0: I'll tell you this like about Barry Bonds. First off, I, I'm more of a traditional guy, so I don't like having the steroid guys in. But I will say this. Barry Bonds was that friggin' good. He's the best player I've ever seen. Right, best play I've ever seen. Game, games were changed, and you games know, were changed. This is how got, good
2: he, he got walked with bases loaded on how many occasions. Um, with, even even worse. This Ball is games. how this is Ty how Ball great games.
0: this is how great Barry Bonds is. You have Jeff Kent, who's a borderline Hall of Famer, and there's no shot he'd be anywhere near that if he wasn't hitting right in front of Barry Bonds for his whole career. <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> like, you know, the only reason why Jeff Kent's there and look, it I like Jeff Kent. I get he's a good guy, but the only reason why he's in the conversation is because Barry Bonds was that stinking good. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, again, here's another guy that got left off, Manny Ramirez.
2: I did see that as well. He he only got 28%
1: of the vote.
2: He's one Man, of the best pure hitters. and Who the shit of all to, time? Who wanted you know? to pitch
1: to him in this time period? Who wanted to pitch to him? Maybe one pitcher that was like, I'm going to pitch to him. I'll Fuck tell you, you, you this. You didn't want to do it.
0: The two guys that I would support being in, Kurt Schilling's definitely one of them. By the way. He was such a buzzsaw in the postseason. If he was up against you, not only did you know you were going to lose, but you just knew you were going to see a gladiator out there just going out on a shield. I mean, like the Yankees in that 2001 World Series against Arizona, Josh, I know you're still salty about that Luis Gonzalez blooper, but in all honesty, the Yankees had no business being in that series. They didn't. They, they had those blown saves for Byung-Hyung Kim, and that's the only reason why they got to Game 7 in the first place. Okay, but, Mo, but Mo blew the World Series. The they shouldn't Luis have been
2: even in number out there.
0: They shouldn't even have been in that situation because they were blowing saves left and right. You have the Scott Brocious walk off. All
1: right, let's, Derek a, Jeter let's agree to disagree. Let's agree to disagree. But, but, like, I...
0: but Johnson and Schilling, what they did that year—that's like Bumgarner, what he did later. Like they carried that whole team. It was incredible. Yeah, Schilling new guys coming that to Boston. On?
2: Even going to Pett- Boston, Andy Pettit oh. only got thirteen percent of the vote.
1: How about all the new guys that came on didn't even receive a vote?
2: Swish.
0: Weak class, fellas. Wish could
2: die. What a,
0: what a what a crappy year. We, Karen, all the new Vicarino, guys. Brunette. I love Mark Burley. By the way, I was talking about him earlier. Like Mark Burley doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't. But I haven't learned more about no. baseball watching anybody pitch except for Mark Burley. You know, what coming up as a lefty. Incredible. He's got the. And I know Josh, you're gonna say Pettit here, but I was telling Luke, he's got the best pickoff move I've ever seen. Pettit could you know make a move when a guy was breaking. Burley would just nail him in their secondaries and. He, he was as good as Mark Burley could possibly be. He played to the maximum of his potential. You got to give a guy like that credit. Not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Gary
2: What's Sheffield. A, was a weak class of the incomers for sure. Yeah. Gary Sheffield.
0: Andrew Jones. What about him?
2: Andrew Jones. We were talking Rice. about him.
0: Right. These are guys We actually,
2: have... before this, we looked up the numbers. And I know he had. And the thing with some of these guys is they have such a bad end to their career. Because Andrew, Andrew Jones was bad Like the last four or five years of When his he was career. like a Yankee and stuff He wasn't very good and he fell off But in his prime Generational what, do defender. He have, what do you have 10 gold gloves mm-hmm. And he hit How many bumps Over four? What do you have over 400 bumps
0: Over 400 like, perennially over 32 So right. I mean he's in the conversation For me I think Fiscal does belong in Absolutely
1: I mean, Did I miss something that Gary Sheffield Was he in any like steroids
0: controversy because yeah. the man has yep. over five he has over 500 home runs 509 yeah he was in steroid conversation though right and the thing the is end. the
2: whole the whole steroid thing like everybody has their own stance on it i get it but you can't and, I don't and no you and have... nobody knows what percentage of the league at that time was using something i mean to get through a major league season extremely difficult plus what, what would you say maybe 30 40 percent of guys were using steroids who knows 50 percent i don't know but the steroid era happened, all right, and it wasn't tested for, like, and guys, these guys were the best players in the steroid era, let's face it. So Barry Bonds, even before that, before he started blowing up, was still one of the best players in baseball, right? We can't uh, I'd like to him.
1: one day be able to go to the Hall of Fame with my kid and see Mark McGuire... And Barry Bonds and their plaques up and there, and just say,
2: "Hey, Mark McGuire." could have a conversation us, about it. Gave us one of the most memorable baseball seasons of all time. Him and Sammy ever. Sosa, ever,
0: ever. But like, if you have Sho- Shoeless Joe out or all those other guys for fixing games, or Pete Rose, like Pete Rose, comparatively to Pete steroids, Rose, I think
2: Pete Rose, I think Pete put Rose, Pete Rose, Rose in. In. yeah, put Pete Rose in. Uh, I'm not saying Pete Rose should be out,
0: but comparatively Growing to steroids, like that guy did. And I mean, again, I, I get why steroids are out. You are keeping other people from making the major leagues or making an impact. You are think ruining pitchers' people, careers. Right, I get well, th- it. Th- and there are a ton.
2: Think how many people took steroids and never even were good enough to make the bigs. Well, right. I, I can know, tell were you this. There people taking steroids all over the place.
0: There's guys on that list that I know for a fact were injected by people I know that are not suspected for steroids. There's people on that list, the Hall of Famers, that are injected. So I know, it, Like, look, it's impossible to prove it's an absolute shit show, but I mean it, it is what it is. If you know you're caught with steroids, it, it's cheating the game. It is.
2: Do they just create their own uh little like hallway at the hall from like 2000 the steroid uh, off. 2 2000 2000 The hallway 10? will be Maybe shaped like it. a syringe. <laughs> they make it a little, little dark. Like hey, a syringe. Yeah, this, a little dark in that area. Look. Con- yeah, the lights are are dimmed down like hey this was a dark time in our history, but uh, Maybe a little fog, machine, right little fog machine right here. A little fog machine. The Hall of the Fame dudes. brought to you yeah. by Belco. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but uh, th- there needs to be a place for those guys. Might. But all we've right. talked about this at length. Our listeners are probably saying, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" They want to probably get to the brackets or something. You guys ready yeah, at this good. point? Get us something right. good.
0: So after the rave reviews from our love of Keystone and our props for Keystone. Hey, they, want a, they want they want square
1: they want a fair and square
0: they did that was a pretty that was a pretty even keel bracket maybe we'll revisit another beer one. also
1: later. I have uh, before we do anything I have two sponsorships we need to shout out first and foremost our biggest sponsor since day one none other than trophy case tell them about trophy case Al.
0: they' are a sponsor since day one they're pretty sweet check them out make a profile social media it's all the rave
1: all the rave okay. And then our second, which I want to reveal to you guys, our second sponsor this week dropped off two bottles of wine to me. GameStop? The Moffitt Real Estate Group. Oh, we
2: didn't talk about GameStop.
1: We'll get there. But the Moffitt Real Estate Group gave me two glasses of wine or two bottles of wine, which I'm enjoying. So shout outs to them. Any real estate needs? Hit them up. Capital District area. Okay. Do I totally need to crashed their open I houses.
2: Send my address out so I can get a fucking bottle of wine. What are we talking? Is it red or is it white? It's nice. Toast? I asked
1: for white, but they have red too. Okay, I like I like to chill my wine.
2: Okay, that's
1: um. Good. So let's talk about it, Uncle uh, Uncle Stinky. That's me. I made three hundred and thirty nine dollars today off a hundred dollar investment, um, off a little thing called Reddit that I've been following for a while in Wall Street bets, and what happened was rich people decided to try to pull a quick one and short America on what would be deemed pretty weak stocks. I mean, AMC Blackberry, Nokia,
2: basically the nineties retailers, nineties <laughs> <90s laughs> retailers that own are betting,
1: they're betting they're about <laughs> to fail. And they were like, you know, F you little people, we're going to bet this short, this, uh, you know, and then we're going to make money off of the difference when it falls out, the bottom falls out of it. So, what happened was a bunch of social media gurus and people on Reddit. And I just happened to read it a couple of days ago and got into it. And they were talking about how quickly it went up from $5 to like $18. And then all of a sudden I saw another update. It went 18 to like 40. So I, I ended up hopping in, I hopped in, I had Robin hood. So then everybody's hyping it up yesterday Stock market opens up today. I'm thinking about maybe investing a little bit more, see if we can pump this up. I plan on getting out around 400. (laughs) Well, what happened was um, stock ends up not allowing me to buy any more around 1030. I'm getting these updates about volatility. I start seeing Barstool start throwing out. The Prez has a uh, conference. Everything's going crazy. The world's on fire. Apparently, Robinhood, shut off the acquisitions to these stocks to basically bail out the wealthy people and save them from losing more money
2: right um, there's a lot of uh, a, crazy. Lot, a lot of hedge fund managers and a lot of mainstream media i think the total number is 5 billion dollars have been lost um, from these hedge funds trying to right. short the games stock which is phenomenal this is basically a story of david versus goliath we're winning this is this is the everyday just regular american trader oh, and, and i don't know shit, getting there the yeah nope and i, I don't, don't know shit. i don't know shit about stocks i like i that. did this so on a whim. This, this is a phenomenal story about because we all know for decades hedge fund managers they're they're all playing playing this game right and they're all manipulating stock market the stock market is
1: oh they tip each other off they go they, they tip, tip each, each other off. What's going on. they
2: dump stocks they they get they caught sometimes pay a buy. speculate right and nobody cares because they're billionaires yep. right but when now that the regular average person is just taking these fucking guys to school
1: oh and all these know-it-all owning too. them all, those, all these know-it-alls that are on, like, social media and these social justice right. media warriors right now and all these, you know, guys that actually do know finance. And I'm not saying I know finance at all. I have my 401K. I have a couple investments here, a couple investments there. And then I fucked around on Robin Hood, okay? I just I had fun with it. Right. But fuck you guys with your MBAs and your fucking Series 7 series. Kiss my dick. I just made money off of the Internet, and I got out the right time because apparently it, it went down again after... I got out and I pulled all my money out of Robinhood right, right away because if they're not going to allow the small person who was just having fun, that's what I did. I bought right. Apple, let it split, did a couple fun things on Robinhood that I couldn't do, like you know, I'm not dropping thousands at a time. A couple hundred, sure.
2: Right. Well, I think they look behind the, average- the curtain.
0: Look behind the curtain a little bit. If you see this, you have a guy that started this whole trend by putting in and buying fifty thousand shares. He ended up selling it at twenty four million. The guy that whole start, start started this whole thing on GameStop, I believe. If everyone he the sell it though, correctly. or is he still? I believe he sold. it he's, he's still in. Oh, he's still in. They're All right.
2: they're trying um, to no, they're, too, they're I think there there there's been a bunch of posts. I know in that that Wall Street Bets went private because they were at two million in that in that crew. They went up to three million. Yeah. Now yep. it's private. Like the power of social media, the power of Reddit, like. You, gotcha. don't, you don't want to fuck with the, like when it comes to certain communities, especially with Reddit.
0: I'm I, I, I following.
2: Or if you get into like fucking the comic book scene or video, whatever it is, like if you start fucking with these people, they are gonna make you pay. And it's phenomenal to see. And I think this is one of the few topics like in America today that both Democrats, Republicans, and no it doesn't matter which political Side you affiliate with, like everybody's cheering this on because got it's it. basically saying a big fuck you to Wall Street. Well, well there was—I
1: was watching CSNBC in real time, and a hedge fund billionaire came on and said he was—he felt attacked by the poor and the middle-class investors. This dude's crying because he got attacked. Right. Nobody, you just got fucking outgamed at your They're own gonna game. They're going to make you out okay. bank.
0: They're still going to make out okay. They They'll get bailed like, out. Like, like think about, about it. Do. You're saying you're saying that the loss is five billion dollars. Is what I was trying to say earlier. But it's lost $5 billion. Guess what? These hedge fund people have more than $5 billion. And guess what? They're going to keep shorting it. Their shorts were for before. They can keep shorting it. I don't know. People are going to get know. out of there.
2: I don't know. I so you think, think people gonna are really going to start line.
0: pouring money into GameStop and just saying, I think, hey, I here think, you go. Here I think is. they're
2: going to hold the line. No, because even with, with the shorts, if, if you short it and the stock continues to go up, you have to put that additional money. So the stock's going to continue to go up and go up and go up. I think it's going to hold the line.
0: and People like Josh want to get out with some money. They're a, bu- they're a, bunch,
2: got he- they're a bunch of hedge fund guys who have, already, who have already gotten out of it, and they're just staying away from that stock, and they've, they're just going to recoup their losses and move on. So I think this is phenomenal. Now, this may be a moment, and like I said, I don't know shit about the stock market. I'm not trading. But this may be a moment in time. We are not giving out financial we're, advice. Good we're, time to we're say th- that. Things are going to change, and there's going to be more regulations, and that could be a good thing. But it's funny when you see corporate media as well as hedge fund guys are calling for regulation. When has a, a hedge fund or a stock trader ever called for more regulation in the market? They've never have. But now never. they're getting their dicks kicked in, and they're going to shoved right up their hoop at their own game. Good. And it's just great to see everyday Americans that are going to make money on this.
0: You know, so it was GameStop. It was Nokia. It, make, it, was it was BlackBerry. It was
2: AMC. Movie AMC. Theaters, so
0: like thinking about this, I didn't know BlackBerry was still a thing. Nokia. I could actually see Nokia stand for a while. I could because they, they supply so much of the world with cell phones. A lot more money. What other companies so from the 90s? The
2: what other companies from the 90s can we support? Is Mattel still around?
0: Singular has gone. Is- Singular is at
2: and now just trying to think what other 90s great 90s companies you know what can we, we get all, stock and beepers hey, hey, who, who made who made pogs or pogs still thing do you guys remember pogs
1: trade pogs
2: yeah if you that see company's pogs. still around but let's I, you get know I are see? they on the market
1: i want to see the, the cryptocurrency just go out from under itself soon because yeah. it's unregulated just like everything else all just right. see it go on all
0: these people are like oh crypto well speaking Million. about things going under you guys ready for the brackets
2: Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it going.
0: So after all that, we are going back to our brackets. We got a lot of good feedback from our Keystone bracket. So we decided to change it up a little bit. We are not going spirits yet. We're going fast food. It's something that's relatable. Maybe guys pull over in your car, stop by a nice fast food restaurant. Hopefully it's the one that sponsors our podcast now. We have 16 more fast food chains. Again, we know there's more than 16, but this is where we're starting off with. And right off the bat. We're going at the two staples of all fast food franchises. We're going McDonald's versus Burger King. Who wants to start it?
2: I guess I, I can start it. And this is, this is a monster match up here in, in the first bracket. I mean, McDonald's, you look at the Big Mac, obviously a staple. Big Mac Nuggies. was my go-to. Um, Nuggies. Their breakfast. Even you look at breakfast, the breakfast options to me at McDonald's were a lot better. But Burger King comes back. They got French toast sticks at Burger King. And I know we may not be talking about breakfast, but golly, it's extremely difficult for me. Um, McDonald's, you have the fond memories of the Happy Meals coming up as a kid. I frequented those whenever I had a shot.
0: Um, The balls and tubes, pits. Yeah
2: yeah deal. but the yeah the the, the 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 pits were only at certain locations though i didn't have one that was very close to me i didn't housed travel. every birthday party <laughs> i had to travel to get <laughs> to the pits um but i think for me the mcflurry mm. puts mcdonald's over the top they have a wide range uh even their coffees are pretty good like they they, they do okay at
0: at great uh, coffee a
2: lot of different things so I got to go McDonald's. It's a tough one. Burger King, the Whopper, yes, that's great. Um, but to me, it's McDonald's.
1: I Gosh. think I'm gonna go with yeah. I, I'm going McDonald's. Uh, Burger King has done some things in the past that I like. I used to like their old school chicken tenders. I used to like their old school fries. What about the I frozen cokes? McDonald's. You guys ever have those? The frozen cokes. I love. No, those frozen. are so never friggin' had. good. Oh. They're my favorite. They're my absolute favorite. But I, I have to be real with you guys and just state that they constantly are reinventing themselves and trying mm-hmm. something. Maybe they're not. And uh, th- at one point, they're, they gave up and they're like, have it your way. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> have it your way. Like, we don't know what the shit we're doing. Um, and, you know, there's something about that. Then you know, Justin Timber, like, bah, da, bah, bah, bah. Um, I'm going to take McDonald's into the next round and not even have to talk about their chicken nuggies.
0: McDonald's is a a clean sweep. I'm with them too. McDonald's is just good all the way around. They got way more options. Burger King has a couple things that stick out. You got the fries. You got the frozen Cokes that I talked about. But Burger King really only is able to stay in business if there's no fast food restaurants within like two blocks of it. Because if you have a McDonald's next to Burger King, it's taking them out of business immediately. Immediately. I'll,
2: I'll give Burger King the advantage on the mascot. The king. McDonald's has he's like phenomenal. 15. He, to prove
1: was from. He, he was
0: creepy for a little he bit. Was,
2: he's got some. He had some great commercials. The King.
0: He's based off Malachi McCourt from Angela's Ashes. Useless information. Yeah, well,
1: the The King that one day where the King uh, was sleeping in somebody's bed that creeped me out.
0: <laughs> um, the next one we're going up against two more staples. We've got Wendy's versus Taco Bell. And I first off love the square hamburgers. And I love the Frosties. I was raised in a house that respected the Frosties. I do like Taco Bell, but when you go to Taco Bell, it seems like it's a zombie invasion every single time because no one's in line when you go there. And as soon as one person steps in line at Taco Bell, all the freaks start coming out. You have all those, you know, gamer nerds, like our old roommate, Josh, you know who we're talking about, all over Taco Bell. So I'm going Wendy's here. It's a more classy establishment. Got to go Wendy's.
2: Yeah, I don't... uh... This is this is a tough one. I had a I had a prominent Wendy's in my town growing up, and their value menu was phenomenal when I was coming up. the The double cheeseburger uh, or the cheeseburger deluxe, like you said, frosty. Uh, their nuggets are okay too, um, but Taco Bell. You don't see too many of them around, or at least I don't see too many around. And it's the only time I really think about Taco Bell is after probably 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) Like, that's the only time I'll ever go to a Taco Bell. And we had one my freshman year at uh, the college I went to in Florida. We had a Taco Bell on campus that was open all night and after the bars I would come back, and I would—you bet your ass—I'd get my crunch Crunchwrap going.
1: Yeah, Luke had a transfer,
2: after and, that. and I had to transfer out of there. Academics—I was not strong. Uh, Taco Bell. Uh, Taco strong. Bell. I used, and all I had to do was swipe, swipe my meal card. It wasn't like I was even—not even real money, even cash, point. not even real money. Um, so I have a lot of fond memories with both, but like I said, Taco Bell to me. Like, after this podcast, after I finish my sip of sunshines, I would probably think about Taco Bell. But other than that, it's not really on my mind. So I'm going to go with Wendy's.
0: You know, just to add one thing there, you kind of hit the nail on the head. If I had to give my endorsement for the two best hangover meals to ever eat, Wendy's and Taco Bell just put that grease inside me. That, that's my hangover to. cure right there, 100%. Yep. What do you got, tough, Josh?
1: Tough early round matchups. Um, Taco Bell Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes Wow uh, Mountain All Baja about the
0: sides <laughs> <laughs> You know Peace <laughs> out <on> the sides
1: <laughs> Mountain Dew Baja Blast Nothing like a quick quesadilla From Taco Beezy. Um, Late Night Munchies Love it when they're paired up with different things Like KFC and Pizza Hut When they come at you with a tri-headed monster um, And then they roll out the whole menu all night Love those places they got a special place in my heart, but, you know, again, besides uh, you can get a baked potato at Wendy's and it's elite, elite.
2: elite I've never potato. had a baked potato at Wendy's. Have you, Al?
1: I have never had a baked potato <laughs> at Wendy's. They're elite. How about your, how about the chili fellas? Never. Oh, I've heard about, about that.
2: About oh. chili. <laughs> I hear that's it, like the old hamburgers.
1: Also, also elite.
2: They were doing big time salads too, for a bit. They had a salad they bar. That was,
1: they, were, they were in the game for salad bars. They don't do it anymore. McDonald's
0: um, did that, too. They had the salad shakers. You remember those?
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you get the Frosties.
0: Frosties yeah. is what does it. Yeah, give me Wendy's. Frosties and the Square Burgers win it. This one, this is right up your alley, P, so you could take this one first. You have KFC versus Popeyes, the Fried Chicken Kings. What a difficult matchup for all three rounds. For me, it ain't getting um, any easier. KFC.
1: It's a you pick them on sides. Mashed potatoes are better at Popeye's when they used to have wedges. KFC was right there going blow for blow on every side. Um, But then Popeye's took away the, the corn on the cob. That really did. That hurts my feelings, too. Um, Always better deals at Popeye's. Definitely better chicken at Popeye's. I'm
0: going to give them the nod. By a hair I agree with you I think that there's a uh, Better chicken At Popeyes But there's better Sides at KFC And I think the, the chicken isn't That far behind I'm going KFC On this one So Luke You're the wow. pivot vote
2: Up to me Big decisions I can't say I've frequented Either one of these Establishments um, I have been to KFC More than Popeyes Just because Popeyes Are tougher to find For me Here in uh, In New England um but you gotta go with the main course, right? The main course for KFC or Popeyes is chicken. And if somebody's gonna do chicken better than the other, it's Popeyes for me. So that's what Popeyes. I'm going with. You, you're going with your
0: down goes the colonel. It looks like he's going with Popeyes right now. So Popeyes moves on. Our next right. matchup. Our next matchup is it's going to be a clean sweep. This one's not even going to be close. This is going to be Chick-fil-A versus Arby's. And I think this is going to be very... Yeah, I can
1: say a couple nice things about Arby's. Nice with the deli meats. Uh, pretty cool twisty fries. Other than that, they stink. Arby sauce is pretty delicious, but yeah, they stink. <laughs> Easy. Chick-fil-A.
0: On the selection committee, I decided to throw in... Arby's here just so we could match up all the fried chicken people with each other, with the main brands that we have exposure to Chick-fil-A for me too over Arby's. Luke, what do you think? Probably shouldn't even be a
1: conversation for Lukey. I mean, obviously he knows in his heart he's going to go with Chick-fil-A. If he comes out and happens to say Arby's, I might fight him. So it, it's either Chick-fil-A or Arby's Lukey.
2: Oh, there's no question. Chick-fil-A for me. Thank you. I mean, you talk about just the quality of product, the amount of money. Do you know the amount of money they spend in R&D is greater than any fast food joint out there? Uh, Their shakes are phenomenal. I'll get the cookies and cream any chance I get. Number one meal, classic.
1: Best mac and cheese fast food I've ever had.
2: I've never had the mac and cheese, but I guarantee it's got to be great. Um, The Chick-fil-A sauce as well. Is just a game changer. Their sauces, they're Polynesian or Chick fil A. You can't go wrong with either one. Waffle fries. Okay. I'm a huge great. fan of waffle fries.
1: I'm a huge fan of the waffle fries. I don't think fries. they're great there.
2: I like them a lot because they're not as salty. Like if you go to Burger King, McDonald's, there's a lot of salt on those fuckers. Chick fil A, it's cleaner. I like it. I'm all in. RBs, I've been to maybe twice in my life, and it's been fair both times.
0: The next one we got is just a screw you to Josh. I put his two restaurants going against each other just to get him a little riled up on this bracket round. We have Waffle House against Boston Market.
2: And I think we have to make
0: Josh pick first on this one, don't we, Lindy? That's tough
2: for me. That's tough. Maybe maybe we save him last. He's going to have to think about that.
0: Well, fine. You you pick one, I'll pick the other. He'll have to choose for a while.
2: for, for nice that spot. um i will say the thing is waffle house is not very prevalent up here in new england but we've all been down south we've all been out on the road late at night and we've all stopped at waffle house and to me there's no better food late at night or early in the morning than waffle house um for whatever reason, it's phenomenal everywhere you go. Even though it's a chain and it could be different from one location to the next, it's always on point, and it's always fantastic.
0: And everybody and that, has their own Waffle House too. Everybody has their and that's one. A,
2: and that's the same thing that could be said for Boston Market because we spent plenty of time,
1: thousands of dollars,
2: thousands of dollars on the combo meal. There, give me a half chicken with two sides and a piece of cornbread at Boston Market, and I'm a happy guy. Maybe even throw in one of the brownies. Their brownies are phenomenal.
1: Um, Loved it when they threw those in for free.
2: And uh, golly, this is a tough one for me too. It's been years since I've been to a Waffle House, honestly. Um, So I'm going to keep it current with what I know recently, what I love, and that's Boston Market. And I'll still go. And I think the... Because the dining, the indoor dining is great on both sides, too. Waffle House, you have a higher chance of uh, encountering someone who's probably on a bender and who's probably going to cause a scene. Um, Boston
0: Market's family. Yeah. Boston Market's a family
2: (laughs) establishment. You can bring everybody in and they'll welcome you with open arms.
0: I'm I'm going to. I'm going to take
2: I'm going go to go, I'm going to go Boston market. You take Waffle House
0: and I'm taking Waffle I- House because, and there's a reason for it too. There's no better feeling than when we were down South for baseball, just waking up in the morning, having it be warm, palm trees around you and saying, I need a good breakfast at the Waffle House. There is no better feeling than that right there. So I'm going, And Waffle you were House. just at
2: the same, that same Waffle House four hours earlier after coming home from the bar, right? So you hit the Waffle House two times in less than six hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Same shift. Same shift. You again? (laughs) Here I am
1: boys. It's down to me.
2: This is probably one of the toughest decisions you've had to make in a long time of my life. Um,
1: everybody knows how much I adore the waffle house. If you know me, you know, I like the waffle house. You know that if we're going anywhere South of the Mason Dixon line, shoot, if we pop up in Pennsylvania and there's one near, um, I'm seeking it out. I'm going there multiple times, maybe for breakfast and dinner that day. Um, but Boston market, just like consistent, always giving us deals. They're all around. Um, you don't feel like you're getting too fat because it's fast food, but it's not. Who can really make it past the next couple rounds? They both Boston can. Mar- they both Boston- can. Boston market, give me Boston market. I think they're stronger right now, but I don't want anybody that's listening or anybody that knows me to think that I like it more. I love them both, like they're my children.
2: That's that's the toughest call I've had to make.
1: Thank you. I didn't like that one in the first round. All right, I think we, I,
2: I think we lost some people
0: there. Yeah,
2: some people are upset.
0: Well, I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> but go on. We have no more audience down south. We have no more. The southern, the southern demographic is gone. Ah, Chick Fil A's lost. We still got Chick Fil A. We got yeah. Chick Fil A. Yeah. All right, next one. We have the burrito bowl. We have Chipotle versus Moe's. Chipotle oh, I'll
1: versus Moe's. i uh, You know, the only thing that Moe's might bring to the table that's better is queso. And Mondays.
0: I'm just going to go with Chipotle. The Moe Monday is a great promotion right there. Just when you have the, you know, burritos for like five bucks or something. When I had an hour commute, I'd buy three burritos every Monday and eat them while driving all the way home. And that takes some skill. To actually drive was and eat the how long was that
2: drive? Only like forty five minutes,
0: and you what well, was an hour, burritos? but they were gone after like thirty, <laughs> and I was just snacking on the nachos they throw in the bag the rest of the drive. That's what I was doing, you know. It takes skill, but it teaches you how to eat clean. It does. Um, I'm going with Chipotle though. Chipotle's better food. Oh, okay. I just like uh, I just like the Mondays at Mo's Mo well, Monday. does yeah. a special thing for me. Yeah.
2: Well, I think Mo's queso too. You have you have the right. Oh. You're on the right path with that one.
0: Yeah, and they have other sides, too, like Chipotle Ranch. They have hot sauce. They, they have right. a bunch of other things you could throw in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I'm going somewhere and I and I have to choose, up going Chipotle as well. Um, going with the bowl, the chicken bowl, you know, going to get all my sides and everything like that on it. Um, despite all of the uh, food poisoning um, issues they've had in the past. Seems like they've they've uh, stepped their game up and they've gotten away from that in the re- you know couple couple years. So, uh, Chipotle for me.
0: That's how I am. Legend two is going to begin. You're going to eat <laughs> Chipotle.
2: Some bad guac. From You're going to get in trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> our next four matchups we have, well, our next two matchups, I should say, our next four franchises. It's all breakfast. So we're going to start off with Dunkin' Donuts against Bruegers Bagels. Dunkin' Donuts and Burgers bagels. And I have to say, I think I've had Dunkin' Donuts too many times. I'm going Burgers on this burgers. one. Burgers puts out and a better product. The already. jalapeno cheddar bagel, you got to be kidding me. That's the best there is. That's the best there is. So I'm going Burgers. Josh is going Burgers. What do you got, Luke? Well,
2: just like America, I'm running on Dunkin' on a daily basis. I'm getting a coffee there. Every morning I leave the house, I'm getting a coffee. I'm, a, I'm even on a first-name basis uh, with the lady that well, works Br- is at better. the Dunkin', I'm not saying Brugger's is is not better. I'm saying Brugger's is a little more difficult for me to come by just because of the location of it, and it's more of a no drive-through, more more of a special occasion type thing for me. Yeah, but Duncan's my everyday, my everyday day lady out there. I'm getting my coffee every morning from there. The thing about Dunkin' too is their coffee you can get the same order every single day and it'll be a little bit different every day. And there'll be some days where the coffee's really good. Some days where it's absolutely terrible. And I'm asking what the fuck's going on over here. So I haven't found a consistent Dunkin' Donuts yet to give me my great coffee. I've never had Burger's coffee, but their bagels obviously are better. We all know that. Um, but I'm spending a majority of my money on Dunkin'. So I'm going to go with Dunkin'.
0: All right. These next two restaurants, I really don't know where I'm going to go because I hate them both. I'm not a fan. I'm intimidated by the jargon there. It's always very aristocratic, hoity-toity. We got Starbucks versus Panera.
2: Anybody want to start? Because I'm not a a Starbucks person.
1: I'm not a fan either, but I'm going to go with Panera. They have better food. So, yeah, Panera.
2: Yeah, Panera, their coffee's not great. Um... Their scones, their blueberry scones are pretty good. Um, I just Starbucks. I I can't decipher all of the lingo and it's just not my scene.
0: I don't even want Um, to decipher the lingo. It's one thing. I don't know.
2: I don't know what's going on at at Starbucks. I just I can't understand it. Um, Panera. Yeah, a little bit uppity, I guess. Um, But they do okay. So I'll go Panera as well.
0: I don't know the lingo at Starbucks and I never want to. And it's already decided that Panera is moving on. So I'm going to abstain. I'm not voting for either one of these places. They both suck in my opinion.
2: What are you on the Senate floor right now, Al?
0: I'm the politician of this show. Yes, I abstain. Panera moves on. Back up to the top. We have McDonald's and Wendy's. I got to think about this one. This is a tough one.
2: Yeah, this is a big matchup. Um Obviously, McDonald's is the number one fast food chain in all of the world. But just thinking about you guys have watched that movie, The Founder, correct? Yeah, it was awesome. With Keaton, awesome movie with Michael Keaton, Batman. Um, Batman, I'm Batman. Um, that makes me not like McDonald's as much. Honestly, he fucked those guys who started it, big time. And to think that their milkshakes could be still made of real milk and ice cream, but it's not because of Michael Keaton and his character decided it was a easier way to save money and be more profitable. Gets Great me upset. Job. I think I'm going to trust Dave Thomas more than I trust Michael Keaton. So I'm going Wendy's. Boom. Lock it in.
0: I think I'm going Wendy's too, but the fact that we're blaming this on Michael Keaton and not Ray Kroc, <laughs> something's got to be Ray said Kroc. there. yes. You didn't know that. You didn't know the, the names. So we start calling him Michael Keaton. I love it. <laughs> I
2: was using his character. Yeah, I was, I was, Michael Keaton, his character. Awful. Ray Kroc. I'm going I'm Wendy's huge, too. I'm a huge fan of Michael Keaton. Uh, he was great as
0: Batman.
1: It I went. I'm going McDonald's.
0: Yeah, I'm going Wendy's just because, again, the hangover food and the frosty is irreplaceable. You can't beat a Frosty wherever you go.
1: All so right, Forget them.
0: Popeyes and Chick-fil-A is the next one. This is another tough one for Josh.
1: It hurts. I guess I'll go right away. Um, Popeyes, unbelievable chicken. The best fries in the game. The best fries in the game. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Better wide-scale offering of chicken. Best dipping sauces in the game. The best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life, from a fast food or a big establishment. So, not even going to have to talk about the shakes this round with Chick Fil A. Move them out for me.
2: Yeah, lock me into Chick Fil A. The, yep. They are,
0: they are a monster.
2: They're going
0: to the take, the they take over the world. They're going to take over the world. Chick Fil A is give, give them time.
2: And have you ever been inside? Just the service that they provide so
1: kind Mm -hmm. free refills and everybody's so kind. They're phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Everybody's so kind. Like how often do you go into a fast food joint and people are just miserable to be there? You're like, all right, I get Chick-fil-A. They say Chick-fil-A. Hi, Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's your name? Like, Hey, here's, you know, here's your buzzer. Here's your drink. Like we'll bring it to you. You don't even need to come up and get it. We'll take it to you.
0: Chick-fil-A moves on. So
2: Chick-fil-A for me, just an all around great experience.
0: Yeah, Chick-fil-A is going to take over the world. I got them too. Clean sweep. Um, Just the whole experience. They're they're a legit establishment. Not that Popeye's isn't, but they're the whole package of Chick-fil-A. They ran into a juggernaut. They did. Um, Next matchup, we have Boston Market against Chipotle. I'm going to lose this one, so I'm going to go ahead and say Chipotle right off the bat. Yeah, I like my burritos.
1: The market -market just started offering prime ribs. Yeah, this,
2: this was a matchup that, they didn't stand a chance. Yeah,
0: bye. See you so next Boston round. Boston
2: Market, boom. Lock it in.
0: I just wanted to give Boston Market a lead, kind of like the Bills had on Sunday before they got, you know, <laughs> For the absolutely shoved.
2: Five minutes of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the next one, I think it's going to be a clean sweep here as well. We have Brugers against Paneras. I think everybody's going Brugers, correct?
2: No, not me. I'm
1: going to go Brugers.
0: You're just I'm all against Panera. Brugers today. You
1: got
2: to I've had it like twice in my life. It's good. It's a good bagel. I get it. And the, and the spread, whatever. The veggie spread, this spread, that spread. You're a but scone we, eater.
0: You're a scone eater, Luke. Yeah. That's who you are.
2: Yeah. You ever seen that Curb Your Enthusiasm the last season with <laughs> yes. Larry David? Yeah, yeah, With the scones? Yeah. Mocha Joes?
0: Where it's getting like caught in his throat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Larry sure. David. That's one of the best shows ever. Oh, God, I love the one where he picks up the prostitute just to use the carpool lane. That's my, <laughs> that's my favorite episode. Was that episode. to go to the,
2: the ball game or something, the, yeah. the Dodgers game or something?
0: That episode just hits on so many levels. Oh, just every part of that episode is hilarious. Better than Seinfeld to me, Curb. Um, okay, final four. Our final four, we have Wendy's, we have Chick-fil-A, we have Boston Market, and we have Brugger's.
2: We have some monsters guys in this final four. I
0: think we know that Brugers doesn't really belong in the final four, but it's kind of there right now.
2: They're the uh the VCU.
0: Well, it's just because they the won the breakfast bracket. region. They won the yeah. breakfast region. That's why they're there. But we have they Wendy's won st- they
2: wouldn't have stood a chance against uh Waffle House. No shot.
0: I think we all know how this is gonna turn out too, but we have Wendy's and Chick fil A. I'm going Chick-fil-A. Wendy's. I'm going Wendy's right off the bat. Chick-fil-A. I love the burgers, I love the frosties.
1: You're silly, Chick fil A.
2: Yeah, this one's a little closer for me. Like I said, I have a fondness of, of Wendy's when I was growing up in my hometown. It was our frequent spot. But uh like I said, Chick-fil-A is just a, a fucking monster. You can't they can't be stopped. And they're they're only open six days a week, fellas. Sundays are their day. They're not even opening up on Sundays. And they're still dominating six days a week. Chick-fil-A.
0: Okay, Chick-fil-A steps into the finals. Boston Market and Brugger's. We, we know, Gosh, we, uh,
2: we know where, yeah. we're, where we stand on this one. <laughs>
0: P-Market, smile.
2: You don't even need to put your two cents in right now.
0: I'm taking it's my market. jalapeno cheddar it's bagels bad. and yeah, I'm enjoy them. It's, it's the market. I'm going to enjoy them, but the market moves on. Which brings us to the finals, Chick-fil-A in the market. Now, this is difficult.
2: This is a difficult one.
0: Chick-fil-A in the market. I'm going Chick-fil-A. I'm going Chick-fil-A more. Think about the podcast. We can't have a family place representing this podcast. We got a Boston market. I've been down since day one.
2: So it's up to me. You're in New England.
0: All on your shoulders. Oh, God. You went to about five colleges in Florida. (laughs) You went to about five colleges in Florida. Yeah.
2: I frequented a few colleges down there. Um, And Chick-fil-A is a huge player. Huge player up here in Connecticut too. There's quite I know where all the locations are in Connecticut because yeah, I've so been I, to them. Um, but Boston Market, the Boston Market experience to me is something special. Um, yes, you don't need that. It's it's like family. You you're walk in
1: your family.
2: <laughs> you walk in your family. Although I will say. Once you cash out, the receipts they give you is like a CVS receipt. Yeah, but you like know what it says. It's,
1: come back Saturday for a says, free meal. It
2: says, "Hey, here's your coupon. Come Go on back. In. Here's your coupon on Saturday. You come Double back, down five bucks off." Um, and we've just been we've been taken care of pretty well by by Boston Market. Uh, Chick Fil A is efficient. It's um, great food, obviously, great experience, great people. But there's something about Boston Market that just drives me to it every chance I get. So I'm going Boston Market for the win.
1: Can't wait for them to represent us. They're going to be excited. Sponsorship.
2: Um, Come on.
0: Bonus question. Chick-fil-A or Waffle House? Hmm. Uh,
2: I'll go Chick-fil-A.
1: Waffle
0: House for me. I might go Waffle House, too. So yeah, that, that that first round matchup changes everything. It does.
2: Chick-fil-A and, and um Boston Market were my top two.
0: That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well good for you. How's uh how's a Debbie Downer per usual in that whole thing? So let's go on to bets so I can pick myself up a little bit. You guys sucked last week, both you, Luke and Josh. It was not yeah, a good I, showing.
2: I, I gotta I mean I gotta tell you, I need North Dakota to come through one of these weeks for me.
0: Luke picked the wrong game. Once again, I
2: picked, I picked the wrong game.
0: You know, they're a Saturday team.
2: They're apparently they're a Saturday team. They just, you know, they, they randomly on a Friday night came through for me one time this season. So for North Dakota, I need you this week. I need you. So get the line out. Who are they playing?
0: All right. So, Believe it or not, North Dakota, they're in an interesting situation where they actually are favored by five points this week, which tells you something's got to be up there. That shouldn't happen under normal There's circumstances. There's no way they should
2: ever be giving points to anybody.
0: Is this like an NAIA team or something like that that they're playing? I don't know. What are
2: they are playing? Western Illinois?
0: The Western Illinois Leathernecks have two wins on the year, and they're going up against North Dakota, and North Dakota is giving away five points. I thought was going to win that game.
2: What's that?
1: North Dakota wins that game.
2: Well, listen, I'd like to think so. They're going to win one of the two games. They're not going to win both. We know by five, by five. Oh God! (laughs) If they win a game, it's going to be by by one basket, typically. Um, but like I said, I like to pick with my heart. I am invested. In North Dakota basketball this year. You guys know that. I've been their biggest cheerleader from day one.
0: Fighting Hawks.
2: They've let me down the past two weeks, but I'm going to give them one more opportunity to come through for us. So I'm going North Dakota.
0: You say one more opportunity, but you keep coming back to them, Loki. (laughs) I didn't say. (laughs) You keep crawling back. (laughs)
2: Just when I think I'm out, pull me back in.
0: And they make it enticing too. They're a favorite. Come back, Luke. We got you. What you got, P? North Dakota? Yeah. Uh, I want to make a game mean something, but I'm going North Dakota too on this one. We can't go against our Fighting Hawks. No. I'm not, not going for a, we,
2: Not to Western Illinois. I'm not going for a team Western named Illinois. the
0: Leathernecks, even though it's a phenomenal name. <laughs> I'm not going for a team named the Leathernecks. We're all on North Dakota. All right, the next one. Actually, we have a decent game this week on a Friday, which is a rarity. There's never good games on Fridays in college basketball. The Iowa Hawkeyes against the Fighting Illini of Illinois. And Illinois is minus two.
2: All right, well, I'll go. I'll make it easier. I'm going to Iowa as well. Boom. <clears throat> Illinois, every time they have played a ranked opponent, they've gotten beat. They're beating up on some of the small clubs, uh, the unranked clubs, but lost to uh, Ohio State, uh, lost to Minnesota, lost to Missouri, lost to Baylor. So give me Iowa.
0: This might be one of the best games we see. By the way, Illinois is minus two in this game. Uh, So that was actually right. They're actually the favorite here. I'm going to go Illinois. I'm not that big on Luca Garza. I think he's just a college player. I don't think he's got a pro build. Illinois has got some athletes out there. So I'll be the lone wolf here and go with Illinois. Luke and Josh on Iowa. Our next game is St. Louis against Richmond. And St. Louis is the only ranked team in this game, yet they are the underdogs. They are getting one and a half points. St. Louis Billikins and the Richmond Spiders. I'll start this one off. I'm going with the Billikins. I'm going with St. Louis. I'm going Richmond spiders.
1: All
2: Spidey's. Day. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Billikens. Um, they're a ranked team. Who's who's getting points. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, the last memory I have of the St. Louis Billikens was when I was coaching um, in the a 10, and they came up for a weekend series, and just absolutely blew the doors off of us. And that doesn't have anything to do with this basketball game, but it was there was a no hitter basically going into the ninth inning against St. Louis. They beat us three nothing on a on a Friday, and um, they just owned us. And uh, I'm going St. Louis.
0: Okay. And the final game of the week, there really weren't that many basketball games, so we're going to bring back the only team that gave Josh a win last week, the Niagara Purple Eagles, who are playing another team that Josh loves, the Monmouth team from New Jersey. So we have Monmouth and Niagara. What's the spread? Niagara
1: plus two. Yeah, Jerry's going to keep them rolling hot. Give me the, yeah, Purple Boys, Purple Eagles. Niagara it is for me.
0: Going with Greggy Paulus. All right, Luke, what do you have for this one?
2: Give me Monmouth. Let's roll with them.
0: Not a bad call. I'm going with Monmouth as well this game. I am. I'm going Monmouth. Quinnipiac gave them a pretty good run in Niagara. I think Monmouth is a better team. Monmouth. Monmouth won pretty handily the last time we had him on our bets. So that's what I'm going off of. Well, that's an it. episode, guys. Take care. We'll see you next week. Feel the freak. You better feel the freak.
3: Time. But it's July I'm getting paid by the hour And older by the minute My boss just pushed me over the limit I'd like to call him something I think I'll just call it a day Pour miss something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only five o'clock somewhere well, This lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and after night Tomorrow morning I know they'll be held to pay Hey, but that's alright I ain't had a day off now that over a year My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here If the phone's for me, you can tell them I just sailed away And pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve, but I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere Buffet do Funny you should ask (laughs) Alan I'd say oh miss something tall and strong make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve Man, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's always on 5 in Margaritaville, come to think of it. I heard it, did. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've seen your boat there. I've been to Margaritaville a few times. Alright, well that's good. Stumble the way back. Okay, we well, just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the booze, I got it. Alright, well it's 5 o'clock, let's go somewhere. I'm ready, crack it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone.